Hi everybody, this is Lady E. Um, took a short break from doing these podcasts mainly because I'm, you know, new to it. Not perfect at it, so I guess you just, you know, in life you just gotta, you gotta try. You gotta just put your best foot forward. So today I am talking about narcissism. Um, I'm talking about narcissism today and mainly for my podcast. I believe I'm going to focus on the effects of narcissism because mainly um, that's been my whole experience in life, you know, being blindsided by other people's um, emotions and you know these narcissists are very secretive of how they feel they don't want to display how they feel to you but if you um understand body language which sometimes takes experience like you could read about it but experiencing it on your own can make you have a very broad view and very quickly determine discern whether or not you're in the presence of a narcissist. Like, hopefully I can, you know, give someone out there some tips on whether or not, some tips on identifying whether or not they are in the presence of a narcissist. Like, one thing a narcissist will do is gaslighting. That's a huge one. Um, Gaslighting basically is denying and invalidating your pleas for help your side of the story um gaslighting is there's a movie i believe 1944 they made a movie called gaslight and um i just watched it a couple weeks back just to just to see whether or not i can identify with the person and whatnot and it's a corny black and white movie which i think those were like really corny back in the day but it's a black and white movie a talkie lol um and basically in that movie the wife you know she knows something's up deep down inside like in the back of her mind but because of her husband who is a a murderer it comes out to be i hope i didn't ruin it for anybody but because he is a murderer and he's covering up his tracks he's basically trying to invalidate her with um ever since she found a letter addressed to his former identity and he's living under a new identity now and he's you know they're married and they move into an old house which is his aunt's old house who he killed years prior to get uh six rubies or something like that and in the movie he's like she's trying he's like trying to to tell everybody and trying to convince her that she's crazy and she's seeing things and all this crazy stuff mainly so that when if she did decide to break free or whatever the case is if she's that nobody would believe her because who believes a crazy woman when they talk you know who who wants to believe a crazy person when they talk so gaslighting is you know when somebody when a narcissist doesn't want to deal with the accountability of their actions and they know that you have the potential of exposing them 
they will talk behind your back and they're basically planting seeds of doubt in other people's minds so that when you do finally come up to them and talk to them about your experiences in the back of their mind is already uh, um, dialogue between them and the narcissist telling them that whatever you say isn't true that you're you know that they're the victim and you're the the assailant and all this crazy stuff like and the reason why I decided to do this particular podcast is because um, <clears throat> I did an Airbnb. I actually left it yesterday. And with this Airbnb, the host, you know, I've been to a few Airbnbs. And my husband and I and our child were staying at this particular one. And um, the host was just nutty. Like, it was a crazy experience that got cut short. Um and he's just you know i've only met we've only known this person for three weeks but on week one like two days in i yelled at him you know because and i'm not i will confront people but i'm not one just to start drama because it's a lot of energy like i don't feel like the tit for tat i was telling my husband earlier the tit for tat game can go on forever and i do not have that much time or energy to spend that's all we have on this earth is time and what we do with it is important you know we plant seeds with our time we we harvest with our time like I do not have the time to go back and forth with anybody you know I don't I don't really care who you are I do not have the time to to go back I have a dream I need to fulfill you know I Yahoo I'm trying to find Yahoo every day the most high is the only thing I have, the only being I have time for. I do not have time to play, you know, mind games with adults. I just, I do not have the time and I will not make the time for it. So this particular host, he would do things like, you know, an indication also of a narcissist is control. A boss can be a narcissist, a CEO, celebrities can be narcissists, anybody who thinks that they have people below them that they can like, you know, pull the rug from under and destroy their whole lives. And they like relish in the fact that they have the power to potentially destroy your life. They don't know how you're going to react to it, but they're figuring from the general public's perspective that if they do something to tarnish your reputation or to make it harder for you to get forward in life, that they can lay back at night and laugh about it. Um, don't let this be you. Don't be a victim. I feel like I, you know, experienced it so I could tell the next person, like, no, you're dealing with a narcissist. Like, narcissists don't have any remorse for what they do to you. They don't care about, you know, if you're hurt, if you're crying or whatever. Like, I had one particular narcissist. I had a bloody lip and she laughed at me. Like, at first sight, she's saying, she saw me and laughed at me. And I'm just like, whoa, okay. Um... So yeah, I digress. Uh, back to this particular narcissist. We, um, I found, I had my first instinct of him being a narcissist because, again, I'm in an Airbnb. Um, he said he didn't provide toilet paper. Um, didn't tell us this or whatever, but it's no big deal. We went to Family Dollar, get, got my own, you know, stash of toilet paper. Mainly because I was at that time of the month and I want, you know to be prepared so um yeah it was um the toilet paper issue so you know I left the roll of toilet paper in the bathroom and mind you this person says he does not provide toilet paper for you know uh people so 
he took the toilet paper that I had and put it on the roll. I'm like, all right, you know, no big deal, even though I think that's kind of hypocritical. You're the host. I'm not providing toilet paper. You are. You're the one. This is your establishment. This is your business. This is our business transaction. But, um, so that was like a, 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 indication it wasn't nothing big or whatever it was just like hmm okay stash duly noted stash that in the back of my mind so the next thing was the refrigerator um so i had he wants everything he likes things the way he wants them he's a very ocd individual as well and very like vicious but um we put you know we did some grocery shopping and we cook, both of us. My husband and I both cook. My husband's an awesome cook, by the way. Um, we both cook. And um, I would cook and, you know, clean afterwards or whatever. But apparently it wasn't clean to his standards. Um, we had some food that was more than what we expected. We're not trying to take up space for anybody else. But there's nobody else that cooks in in the residence there was only one other you know person there there's nobody else that's cooking so you know we put our stuff in the fridge he has a problem with it so he's moving things in the fridge and like I said I've dealt with narcissism my whole life so little indications I already have of this particular person so I'm telling this person like please don't touch my stuff because for me if you can freely touch my things you can freely steal my things like I never touch any anything of anybody's without asking them or at least informing them that I moved whatever it was. I feel like that's like seat belts in the in the car. It's basic respect. So, you know, my husband spoke to him about it ended up becoming a bigger way bigger situation than I ever could have anticipated. Um I asked him not to touch my stuff. He ended up telling my husband, like, you know, at the end of this was like in the beginning of the reservation. But at the end of the stay, you know, when we cut it short, he ended up telling my husband that it's his house so he can move whatever he wants. Um, you know, and um, he has like cameras all over the place. He's a monitoring spirit. Like if he told you to do something and, you know he would open his door and leave it open so that he would be able to hear and catch you if you defied his orders or whatever, quote unquote. Like this was a night. And um so there was another time, um there was an there was a bunch of instances, but you know with narcissists they'll do like little small little things that aren't that big until everything explodes. Okay, so another thing he did was um put the temperature to 88 degrees you know it's it's hot out here it's not it's not winter time or anything so um it was outside 82 degrees so inside the house it's hotter than it is outside and I felt like that was a plot to drive us out like he set the temperature at at one point to 90 degrees and um I would bring it down to 75 and he'd ask me, please don't touch, you know, this. And mind you, this is, COVID is still active right now. Like, it's not, you like, it was just very uncomfortable. And, and I have a one-year-old with me. So it's just like, if I'm, you know, 
hot and sweaty and all this stuff and then she's obviously uncomfortable and um at the end of it he lied saying that you know one of his damaged items was damaged by us but he has cameras all over the place he had tried to to um put a claim to AB airbnb about a damaged television he said that we damaged um but in the claim the photo didn't have a tv and didn't have anything it was it's basically like taking a zoomed up picture of a blackboard it was just a black screen with a description saying that i cracked his his uh tv um he said we threw food all over the room and all this just ridiculousness and um my husband and I were both shocked. You know, he we left early. He didn't refund us the money that we deserved. But Airbnb helped us out. Like, they understood where I was coming from. Um, so today, I actually got a notification of him trying to get me for another, like, $200 for the television. And I'm, you know, just shocked about how far people will go to try to destroy you and, and mess up your your path in life you know um i've like i said i've dealt with a lot of narcissists in my life a lot of narcissists for some reason have i'm one of those people that's too kind you know and um people pleaser and i've seen firsthand how people will abuse that and use it as a privilege if you like try to make people happy and try to keep everybody happy and try to keep the peace um they try try to make you out to be the bad guy like see they're not as good as they portray themselves to be or whatever the case is i've dealt with another tip of identifying a narcissist is, is the flying monkeys at first, I didn't understand what flying monkeys were, but I have experienced them. Like, they're the people that the narcissist talks to so that they basically finish the conversation for the narcissist while the narcissist isn't there. Like, one person, um, I have a, a main narcissist in my life, um, that I'm, I need to, to, to cut out of my life, but it's, it's taking a while because of the position they play in my life. Um... But this particular narcissist, who is a female, um, would, you know, I, I like to sing. That's my, I feel like that's my gift. I feel like that's what's going to take me to the heights that I, I deserve to be. Um, and this particular person, for some reason, does not want me to be a singer. Like, they just feel like that's not the path for me. And they know... What the path for me is and what my dreams are have nothing to do with their benefits. Like, that particular woman wants me to change everything about myself so that I can, you know, um, suffice her needs. But that's, I'm just not going for that. Like, there's, we, there is an afterlife. This life here is like a test of faith over fear. And dealing with narcissists can bring you into such a, excruciating emotional pain that it can debilitate you with fear. I was debilitated for about four four years with fear. And this is, this is actually the year I'm going to break out of it. This is while I'm talking now is my deci decision because happiness is a choice. 
is my decision to break out of it. So, first tip was the gaslighting. You know, trying to say what you know is true and what you know is the truth and what the reality of, of the of the situation, you know, that only you, Yah, and them have witnessed. The most high you and, and the narcissist are the only ones during this particular interaction that can attest to what actually happened. But the narcissist always makes it so that they're out to be the victim and you are just an evil individual. That was the first one. Making you look crazy. The second one is the flying monkeys. So like I said, that person doesn't want me to be a singer. And um, would tell the people that I would be in frequent presence of. They would tell them about how, you know, I can't sing, I'm horrible, whatever the case is. Before I even tell them that that's what I want to do, they already know. And because this person is telling them that I'm, like, wasting my time and energy and this, that, and the next, they're telling me, the flying monkeys are telling me how I need to focus more on writing, how I shouldn't, you know, I should look elsewhere for my endeavors and whatnot. But at the end of the day, this is what's in my heart. This is what I feel like I want to do with my life, and that's my business. You know, um, I'm the one that has to experience it. So another thing people will do when they're narcissistic is try to sabotage or tarnish your reputation. They try to make it seem as though you are grandiose, that you are selfish, that you you don't see the benefits of having them in your life, um, that you're helpless without them. That's another thing. They want you to know you're helpless without them. So with a boss, for example, um, they'd hold your your paycheck over your head. You know, they feel like they have control, they have the control to be able to make you miserable. And the horrible thing about narcissism and the horrible thing about these type of situations is that a lot of narcissism starts stems from envy and jealousy. But obviously they're not going to admit that they are envious of you or jealous of you or they may not want to even admit to themselves that they are. So their best bet is to make you seem like a horrible person so that they can have validity for the reason why they feel how they feel towards you. And the best thing you can do in that situation is not react. That's the best. I'm I'm working on that myself. I cannot lie. I, I do get feisty at times but honest in all honesty the best thing for you to do is not to react and just to document because proof speaks for itself you know you can if you react in a negative way you're only making you're only setting up a platform for the narcissist to be able to point to you and say see that person's crazy that like see she's crazy you see he's crazy and that's why I treat them like that all you're doing is giving them because mind you the narcissist has already planted certain seeds in the flying monkeys heads to make you out to be the bad guy already if there was this was a movie and the plot was red the plot is already red as you being the antagonist 
So, in order to, to, for people to question if this person, if the narcissist is even, you know, telling the truth or whatever, if they're even going to even think of that, if that even pops into their mind, the best bet for you to do is not to react. It doesn't matter what's being said or whatever. Keeping your cool is your superpower. If you can keep your cool, and this is for all the empaths out there, because I'm an empath and I feel I feel like people's spirits. I feel energy very, very intensely, and um, which is why I was able to tell that particular narcissist at first glance. Um, I told my husband I didn't like this person. I didn't like this person. I don't know why. I just don't like this person. But at the end of the day, um, their whole point is to destroy your reputation and, and destroy the way you think about yourself. The narcissists that were in my life tried to destroy me to the point where I was contemplating suicide at a point. And I think, yeah, I think the most high above that. I never went through with it, that I, you know, that I, 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 I find joy in life, that I'm starting to find joy in life now. I have a, a husband in my life who, who loves me. I have children that love me, you know, and most, first and foremost, I have an all-powerful supreme being that loves me, that takes care of me, that provides for me, that delivers me through all my trials and tribulations. And for that, I'm able to stand here and say I survived. I survived, you survived, we survived that craziness. Even though you would tell somebody your story, you cannot tell somebody, you won't remember every single titillating detail about how insidious these people are because it is insidious. It's slow poison for your mind, you know, and um, these people try to make me commit suicide and I didn't realize it. I didn't realize it at all. I, I'm thinking that these suicidal thoughts are mine. They're not. They're, they were planted. By every time I'm trying to do uh, a great thing in my life for, for somebody to... One of these... I actually had 10 narcissists in my life at once. Which is crazy. One, one is already crazy. But I had literally 10 narcissists in my life at once. Two different families. And, um, these suicidal thoughts were planted by every time you get an A, somebody will be like, well, you didn't get an A plus or you didn't, you know, they just try to break you down. They try to make it seem like you're not that great. So the whole point is to not keep your, your head high. Always keep your head high looking to the sky. Always keep your head high looking at the most high. Because you know what? These people, man... Vanity. That's the best word for the vain. Vain, vain, vain people. They don't care about who you are. They don't care about who you're going to be. They don't care about any. All they care about is what can you do for me. And if the minute you're no longer useful to me, I need you to suffer for it. They don't want you gone. They want to all their negative emotion to. They want you to be their emotional punching bag. And every time they see you, they're snickering. They're looking at you with that. You know, that side eye. Narcissists are good for the side eye. And you can tell it's narcissistic when you say something that you actually want. And they side eye you. It has nothing to do with them. I want to be a singer and you get a side eye. Why am I getting a side eye for you? 
from you oh it's because you don't want me to be a singer because if I do become a singer you would have to give me the respect that you don't think you should have to give me that's another thing narcissists don't respect your boundaries that's a big thing that was the thing about the whole refrigerator and the toilet paper and all that stuff was like this person didn't even think about boundaries I like I said ask everybody that I come into contact with if I touch your things I'm gonna ask you if it's okay I want you to be okay that I am handling your personal property or even giving you the opportunity to handle it yourself so that you remember where you put it and you're not asking me. I do not like drama. So another thing, like I said, is boundaries. Boundaries was a huge thing for all the narcissists that I've had in my life. Like like I said, I was a people pleaser. So being a people pleaser, you, you know, are malleable with your boundaries. You, you know... What you would typically say no to a stranger, you're saying yes to somebody that's closer to you. That person that's closer to you, if they don't really care about you because they don't really care about themselves and they don't really care about other people, it's just a, a, a funny game that's going on. Life is just stepping on people or whatever the case is, then, you know, they're, they will not care that you have boundaries. Your boundaries mean nothing to them. And that's why I had issue with the Airbnb host. Um, obviously I don't remember every little thing that happened, but everything that did happen, um, just highlighted the fact that this person didn't care about anybody's boundaries, but his own. And I'm, like I said, I've, I've dealt with narcissists my whole life. In fact, I've, the last, my deepest depression that I came out of recently, think, yeah, I was in deep depression not too long ago. And, um, because of, of again a big instance that happened in my life which I mentioned a little bit you know in one of my earlier podcasts um because of that um I was able to see a lot that taught me a lot it it taught me a lot so when this individual came about the first thing I, I learned in this instance was if somebody is able to touch your a grown person this isn't a child an adult is able to touch your things without asking you about it or even thinking to ask you then this is a person that has to dominate control i don't have to be in control i i I, i'd rather ride the wave and see how it goes and you know i i want to be at peace in my heart you know give yah the driver's seat and me take passenger and just ride through life you know um, but some people, they just, they get so, you know, finicky and they need control over something and they need to make somebody miserable because they're miserable. And the minute they're not focused on them, I mean, on, um, you, they're back to focusing on themselves and having to admit to themselves how miserable they actually are. And they just want to see you miserable too, so that it can prove to them. I'm not the only one that's miserable. Look, she's miserable too. They won't take accountability for the fact that they're the ones that are making you miserable. So I just wanted to lay that out. You know what I mean? I just wanted to get that off my chest. Um, I know that there's people out there. I don't know who y'all are, you know what I'm saying? But I know there are people out there who had that... You know when you have a sponge and you're wringing it out, you're wringing the water out. 
That's how it felt in my heart. Don't give up. Do not give up. Keep on going. Get up and march forward. They want to see you fall and stay down. Get up. Pick up your bed and walk. I'm here for anybody who needs to talk. My email is EmpressEve3333 at gmail.com. Empress like a queen. Everybody needs some hope out there, you know? And I felt like the narcissist in my life, you know, I would only talk about the most high and they, they just wanted to... to it was it puts you uh, i mean every day man every day i was going through things every every single day you know and i was telling people they didn't care which just means i had the wrong people in my life I the wrong people around me sometimes especially empaths look around birds of a feather flock together if you have narcissists in your life you're in bad company Get out. I don't care what you have to do. Get out. Figure it out. I went to a shelter for six months and found a place and fell on my ass probably a week after getting to that place. But you know what? I'm not there anymore. I'm in a way better place now. I'm outside currently looking at a beautiful street. You know, I have a vehicle now. I mean, my husband and I went through it. But we we ate every day. We were we're, home, we're still homeless. We've been homeless for almost two years now. You know, and um, the faith is growing with every day. Knowing that we're not alone in this, and and as so many people have turned their back on both of us. Seems like they turned their back on us harder now that we're together. Than as individuals. But. We have the most high. We have Yahuwah. You know. We're not alone in this. I hope this is. talk to somebody that they can identify with some points that I've made because I've just been literally just splurging and venting and this is what I'm going to use this this podcast for I mean yeah I'm going to vent I'm going to I'm going to tell you my real life you know instances of narcissism um and hopefully you can you can figure out some some type of links to it that you can you know, say, uh, yeah, I've dealt with that too. Probably not the toilet paper innuendo, but... Not innuendo, but the toilet paper situation. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? You know when I'm talking about somebody who just has to see your destruction. And <clears throat> every time they see you, they need to see a frown on your face. They need to see you upset. They need to see you not doing better than them. They can they can take anything but you being in a better state than them. 
understand this the minute if you stop focusing on them and start focusing on your success that's how you get them back you don't you don't get them back by going tit for tat you don't get them back by getting revenge revenge is yas you get them back by succeeding you get them back by the next time they hear about you what is going to be said the next time that your name is brought up yo the next time my name's brought up success will be trailing along with those words did you hear about lady e she's doing this did you hear about lady e she did that did you hear about lady e she's doing what she needs to do right now because you know what else that means especially if you're not first of all the first thing you need to do is stop talking to the narcissist because the thing that'll they'll get to them the most is that you succeeded and it had nothing to do with them also if you're not around then everybody who has been talking to the narcissist everybody the narcissist has been spitting lies in their ear they would have to to back away instinctively from the narcissist thinking like wait well you were talking i was participating with you but you were talking quite a bit of trash with this person i mean about this person you know i know the next time they hear about me it'll be something serious why because I know there's something serious in my future. I know there's greatness in my future. I know this isn't over. Because if it was over, I would have committed suicide. If it was over, the abusive relationships, the domestic relationships I was in, would have taken me out. And they could have. There were some relationships, one in particular, where the, it, it seemed like the, the individual wanted me, wanted to be my, you know, a murderer and have me the victim. You know, I was smart enough to leave. And now I have a ridiculously handsome husband. He's ridiculously handsome. One of the most handsome men that are walking. I tell him that. I don't think he believes me all the way. But I mean that is as true. 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 I have beautiful children. And more first and foremost. And the most important. is I have an Elohim that loves me. That wants to, to see me do better in life. That you know wants me to gain the inheritance of my forefathers so with that i give you peace peace be on to you i hope that you know you change switch up your habits you get uncomfortable with life and and you, you go for greatness go for greatness go for the gold every day don't let nothing stop you don't let no it doesn't matter what happened to you in the past you survived we survived we got through it. We're still breathing. We woke up this morning and hopefully in Yaz will we'll wake up again tomorrow morning. And we'll do better than we did yesterday. Today is the present. It is the present. Be in the present. Be in the fact that you have this moment, this time for you to do to something with and do great things with it. Great great things on a small scale, great things on a large scale. Do productive things. Don't talk about people. Don't gossip about something you don't know the backstory with. You don't know the backstory about. Instead, take that time that you could be gossiping, that you could be listening to the news, which is a huge... I call it the gossip channel. Instead of filling your mind with negative things, which, again, my husband is is the reason why I'm starting... Yahoo is the reason why I'm starting to think this, but he, he was the messenger about telling me to, to transform renewal of my mind. That's true. Renew your mind. You've been fed negative things through the news, through music, 
through other people that have been fed negative things and take that pivot. Pivot like a motherfucker, man. Pivot. Take that direction. Take that direction of self-loathing. Take that direction of, of, of inconsistency, of procrastination, of not knowing, of undoubt. I mean, doubt, of, of self-doubt, of not knowing what's going to happen next. Take that and transfer it into energy of greatness. Take your destination into higher heights in the name of Yah. I love you guys. I love you for giving me your time today. Letting me vent. You know what I'm saying? You're a friend to me for that. And I hope you have a blessed and peaceful night. I hope you wake up energized. I hope you wake up tomorrow with new prospects and business adventures and and just all the great things that you've wanted to be taking just one step closer to them. Peace be on to you. Thank you. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Lady E coming to you with another segment of From Hopeless to Hope-Filled. Sometimes I got to remember about what I entitled uh, my movement. You know, I believe I am on a movement. So first I want to say I hope everybody's having a great day and... You know, I hope you all know that you're loved and supported, that we're all energy, and do your part to leave some positive energy around. Um, there's so much negativity going on today, especially during COVID and everything. This is something we haven't seen in our lifetime, um, and we need each other. I feel as though the internet, and Facebook, and social media has actually created a invisible wedge between everybody where people probably question the truth more nowadays than they ever had uh, mainly because of how phony a lot of people you know portray fake images and it's, it's very phony nowadays so today I just wanted to, to talk to everybody about um, keeping your head up, keeping your head up high and maintaining positivity throughout it all. You know, I know some people out there, if you went through anything like I went through, you find it hard to keep positive every day. Um, I used to be a very positive person, you know, just excited about life, getting up about life and you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't question if a lot of victims of narcissistic abuse out there feel like they were also very positive prior to their narcissistic encounter. And typically that's because, you know, narcissists hate the fact that they already like hate their lives for what it is for the most part. And here you come perky and happy about simple things when they're stressing about the same things that you're happy about you know um for instance if you're like to a narcissist like it's a great day you know i can't wait to see all the opportunities that i have today you could pretty much count on the narcissist to tell you you have no opportunities so look forward forward to that day and burst your bubble for the most part um so i'm just 
trying to reiterate the positivity that you need to keep in order to keep sanity in these situations and sometimes you have to realize that when you're dealing with narcissists it's all about imagery it's not really about factuality it's not really about what things are but it's more about what things seem to be um so with that being said again the positivity um you you could tell if somebody's a positive person by spending time with them there is actually no better way to see the personality that people have the masks that they have on and how they try to hide people can only hide the truth for so long you know and certain people narcissists in particular they want to seem like they're so put together like they have it all together that there's nothing wrong with them blah 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 but in actuality these people get triggered probably more than you know abuse victims um before we became victims so these people they have a huge ego to protect and i believe it's mainly because of the negativity they were fed when they were children or when they were going through whatever it is that they were going through maybe they're just sensitive whatever the case is the negativity that they received from others from people that were close to them from people that were just associates whatever it was that made them take it to heart they're trying to make you feel the same way like but love is such a powerful energy it's such a powerful emotion love is something that can conquer these negative people and it's not loving that person or loving the narcissist that's going to help you and to heal you and to make you grow but it's actually about loving yourself and if you had a friend that you loved dearly that was going through what you were going what you're currently going through what you went through or what you could be seeing yourself going through with a particular person what would you say to that person what advice would you give that person would you tell them to keep going with that person with the narcissistic individual if they see red flags would you tell them to you know pump your brakes a little bit and see how it goes see whether or not this person fits these characteristics or would you what would you do would you tell them to leave would you tell them come stay with me what would you do and if your answers for these questions are more fight or flight based um then there's some soul searching that needs to be done because when i was dealing with the narcissistic people in my um atmosphere there came a point like i said before i was in a suicidal mental state because when you are dealing with such horrible people in your domain and they're just a attacking you over and over and over again and you just, you can't do nothing right everything you do is wrong you know you start having self-talk that debunks any positivity that you previously had if you're not positively inputting information or complimenting yourself or getting yourself a bouquet of flowers whatever positive peak that you need for your heart if you're not doing that on a consistent basis if you're not doing it more than that negative energy is being put in you by that narcissist then eventually it's like the scales of the balancing scales eventually one of it's going to give out one is going to give out either the negativity or the positivity one of them is going to give out 
And for me personally, I've always said, and I will say again, I want to die happy. I want to go happy. I want to have all my potential, you know, um, given to the world as a gift of healing, as a gift to Yah, first of all, and foremost, all praises to the Most High, you know, um, as a gift to Yah. I want to be able to help people heal, you know. At first, when I said that, at first, it was just because I love the feeling of helping somebody. I love seeing people smile or whatever the case is. But now that I've gone through what I've gone through in my life, and mind you, I'm still young. It's not as if I have reached my advanced ages or whatever. Um, so when I went through what I went through, I felt as if this was the end and I will never get up from this, whatever. Um, I was convinced that life would never be the same. And even now, as I sit here talking to you, um, I still uncover a lot of fears that I have. Like I knew I had a fear of failure and that's presently what I am trying to conquer is my fear of failure. Mainly because when I did have, when I was in my happiest prior to now, I'm not going to lie right now, I'm finding myself more and more happy every day. My family, you know, giving me smiles when I need it. Um, I was happy back then before I met my husband and mainly the happiness came from my son my little boy you know brought me joy you know my bundle of joy he brought me joy so I was happy during that time but because they you know the narcissist in my life knew how much I loved him and knew how much I cared for my child and how much I defined myself as a mother you know um and a mother not having their child is, is probably the most horrible thing, you know. Um, think the most high, that this is temporary. Think the most high, he's still alive, he's fine. He's just not presently physically with me. So, um, with that being said, I was in my highest, happiest moment. I was trying out for movies. Um, auditioning here and there like I was you know trying my best to live my life to my full potential and um you just if you're a narcissistic abuse victim or if you're going through narcissism now you just need to know to always keep your head high I don't care what that person tells you they're lying to you I don't care what they you are awesome you are worth it you are worth love you are worth commitments you are worth sacrifice like I said I was afraid of failure um I, I'm not gonna lie I lost my train of thought for a second but I was afraid of failure and the reason why is like I said I you know I had my son I was auditioning and whatnot but it's like the moment that he was taken from me um again not through any fault of my own but through some bs um fear of failure set in because I was very successful being a mother to him. He was a very happy child. He clothed, fed, everything. Um, and that was, these are these particular narcissists, you know, and I'm sitting there thinking at some point when I'm in my sorrow about how I, um, 
I was happy and it got taken away and how fearful I am that if I fight to become happy again it's just going to be taken away again which is faithlessness and how can you be hope filled how can you be full of hope if you're faithless hope and faith go hand in hand in order for you to have hope slash faith, you need to know. I know my son will be back with me. I know that I'll be able to attain all the things I've wanted to attain in my life and, and more. You know, it brings me to the story of Job. Um, I don't know if anybody read Job, but that's a beautiful story. It's a story about a man who lost everything he had I believe 11 children and 11 sons or something and he he lost everything he lost his children and he was a righteous man but he um he ended up having boils and just he was in horrible shape and the enemy, the devil, actually asked Yah, the Most High, for permission to torture him. And the Most High gave him permission, but told him to do anything but um, kill him. And it's towards the end of the story that you realize, well, that you are told that, one, the Most High can do whatever he wants to do. And two, that... Job was ultimately being punished because of his self-righteousness that he felt as though he didn't do wrong, you know, which he was a righteous person, but he's, he's you're still human. You're still a human being like. And at the end of the story, we find out that Job got everything back 10 times, 10 times. Can you imagine that? Imagine if you're in your worst. Imagine all the things that you had before that, that made you content. Imagine ten times more than that. Ten times. Nowadays, people don't even talk to each other. They don't, you know, converse as much. And it's saddening. But without human connection... We don't know where we're needed, you know. We don't know where the hearts are breaking. We don't know what needs healing. So, I advise you, if you're dealing with narcissistic abuse, or if you have dealt with it, and you find that you've been in solitude for a long time, that COVID is not an excuse not to reach out to people you don't have to do it face to face if you're scared or whatever the case may be but there is no reason why you can't reach out have a, little, a couple more phone calls a day just let people know how you're doing where your mental state is at you know um find someone you can talk to like i said i'm all ears for anybody my my email is empresseve3333 at gmail.com. That's E as in Empress, M as in mashed, like mashed potatoes, P as in Peter, R as in Robin, E as in Echo, S as in S, Sam, S as in Sam, E as in Empress, 
V is in victory, E is in empress. 3333 at gmail.com. And I just want to leave you guys with a note of positivity. Don't ever let anything hold you down. Let anything hold you back. The only direction you should be moving is forward. And like I said before, I am still in my healing process, but I would love to do it with you. Thank you for your time and your ear. And I hope you have an incredible day. Make sure you give out good karma. Good energy. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call it karma. But good energy. And be the beautiful people that you would want to meet. Take out an extra second to help somebody in need. You know, everybody should do that. Whether you're going through a hard time or you're not. You should always open your eyes to see people around you that are also going through hard times. You are not the only one. And to extend a branch of, of love, you know, as I speak, I just need people to know that I'm, I'm speaking out of love, hopefully not out of turn. Have a beautiful one. Good morning, everybody. This is Lady E coming to you with another segment. And today I just wanted to talk about keeping a smile on your face. I understand that people that went through narcissistic abuse and went through bad times in their lives, because we all go through bad times. Life is about tests and trials. To remember to keep a smile on your face, because if not for anything, it will definitely change your mood it will uplift your mood it doesn't matter what you're going through what you're facing understand that it'll pass things aren't meant to be forever you know um so yeah i just wanted to remind everybody to keep a smile on their face this is a very very short segment but i'm basically giving you the tips i'm giving myself as I'm going through this journey and I'm happy to say that I'm happier every day. I feel a lightning in my heart and I hope you do too. You know, sometimes we let our heart turn into stone. We like cement our hearts. But like I said in a previous episode, the Bible says circumcise thy heart. Which means to remove the foreskin. We all know what circumcision is and that foreskin would be the pain and the bitterness and resentment and hate and remember love love is patient love is kind remember love remember that you are loved and support supported you're not doing this alone regardless of what you're going through there's somebody out there that is going through something similar to you do some YouTube searches and see if, you know, anybody is speaking of anything that's similar to yours, your situation. So 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 says, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist in its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love never ends. Okay, so with that, I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope you keep a smile on your face.
I hope you don't let things get to you too much. Don't take things personally. Most people are attacking other people because they're hurt and don't know how to deal with their emotions. So instead of transferring that energy into productiveness, instead of doing something productive with their energy, they do something destructive, which is attack other people. So if you happen to be one of those other people that has been attacked by these hurt people, I'd like to extend an apology for that person. I hope you can accept it, if not for anything for yourself, because correct me if I'm wrong, if you're resentful, bitter, or whatever the case is, you're, you're, you become very, you know, hesitant. You can have times of being mean. You know, you, you regret certain things a lot more because you're operating from a dark space. We need to choose. Happiness is a choice. We need to choose to, to show up to this world, show up to the world in our head more positively. And that will help you see more opportunities because when you, we all see what we want to see. So when you are talking, you know, um, negatively and you see everything negatively, then that's all you're going to see in the world is negative things. You're not going to see positive things. If you're up in the morning criticizing things all the time, you have to really take a look at your self-talk, how you talk to yourself. And if you're really bad at self-talk, like I was, like I was beating myself up, throw some affirmations in the morning. Don't talk. Throw some affirmations in the morning and start from that thought process. Morning motivation, motivation, morning motivation. You know, tell yourself you're awesome. Tell yourself you're, you're, you're bliss to wake up this morning. There's so many deaths going on. You're still here. You're still here. You have something to do. Okay. I extend my heart to you guys. I love you guys. Thank you for, for listening to my podcast i appreciate you so much like i said this is more about healing for me than anything else i'm not expecting anything crazy but for those that are listening to me right now i appreciate your time i do and i extend love to you i extend positive energies to you and i hope that you become a positive energy as well Love yourself and love others the way you would want to be treated. Treat others. Otherwise, if they treat you sideways, walk out. You don't have to argue with people. You don't have to show them anything. You don't have to prove anything. You don't have to impress anybody. If somebody is is altering your energy state, if you're going from positive to negative, you need to remove yourself from that situation. Instead of continuing to try to think of how you're going to deal with it, if you can... Remove yourself from the situation. And you always can. You can either ignore, remove yourself from the situation spiritually and disengage. Or you can remove yourself emotionally or you can remove yourself physically. Regardless of it, remove yourself from the situation so you can live a better quality of life. And that's what this channel is about. Noticing what's wrong so we can fix it and move on and live in a better quality of life. Thank you for your time. Love you guys. Bye.